collaborative partnerships, managing increased healthcare demand without increasing overall system capacity. You're listening to Longwoods Radio, your healthcare source for ideas, new policies, and best practices. Local healthcare systems can improve. Despite the existence of conflicting interests and duplication of services among multiple provi- providers, healthcare has been described as a system comprising a variety of vertical silos of care that need to be accessed horizontally by patients. Historically, the healthcare system has not been facilitated the sharing of funds, other resources, or information between different silos. This lack of System-level coordination has contributed to decreased patient and family practitioner satisfaction. It has also diminished the ability to move toward the desired seamless healthcare system. Evidence also suggests that fragmented healthcare has a detrimental impact on patient outcomes. Thus, we ask the question, is it time for more collaborative relationships between providers? The answer appears to be yes. For example, one of the themes identified in a series of Ontario Ministry of Health and Long-Term Care Community Workshops that addressed the development of local health integration units was the need to bridge health care delivery from hospitals to community care and support services. In addition, there is a perceived value in local systems having the flexibility to address unique local population health needs and priorities. Given this, we ask a second question. Could improving local healthcare integration mean bringing community care back to the hospital? A large proportion of care is being provided outside of hospitals. In addition, there is a progressive shift toward providing health, providing higher cost professional services compared to lower cost home support services. These changes inevitably impact local resources and capacity and will likely increase the need for local system flexibility. The delivery of healthcare in in a community and consequently local system capacity can be improved by better integrating the services provided by the different stakeholders such as hospitals, home care agencies, and family physicians. One way to facilitate improved integration is to implement an approach that combines the strengths, needs, interests, and capacities of the key health service providers while also addressing the characteristics and needs of clients served. A reduction in the capacity of even one of the key health service providers inevitably impacts the resources and consequently the capacities of the others. An example of this occurred in Kingston, Ontario in 2001 when a home care organization, the Community Care Access Center, CCAC, restricted services and placed home care clients on waiting lists as a result of budget constraints. This decision had an immediate impact upon the local healthcare system and affected a wide range of patients and providers. This included a family and acute care physician frustration with delays and decreased capacity, b decreased patient satisfaction, c increased length of stay for some hospital patients, and d increased emergency room utilization by non-urgent patients. Emergency room visits by non-urgent patients is considered a national issue. Thus, any increases will pose additional unwanted stress on hospitals and will have a negative impact on local healthcare systems. The challenge presented in Kingston was how to manage increased demand with decreased overall system capacity. The Kingston, Frontenac, Lennox, and Addington CCAC 
Kingston General Hospital, KGH, and the Hotel Jew Hospital, HDH, were critical in responding to this challenge. The Collaborative Partnership and developing the ANCC intervention. In 2003, representatives from the two acute care hospitals and the CCAC came together to address the issue of system-wide capacity and to discuss innovative approaches to improving local integration, patient care satisfaction, efficiency, and utilization. The collaborative efforts resulted in the January 2005 implementation of a pilot project that had the primary aims of providing patient care through a hospital-based ambulatory nursing care clinic, ANCC, and be demonstrating an ability to increase capacity through a creative collaboration. The rationale for this shift, given the fact that the demand for services continued to exceed available resources, was to ensure that only those requiring acute inpatient care were hospitalized and that primary homebound clients were treated by the CCAC. In addition, there was a need to ensure access to services that the CCAC or acute care hospital could uniquely offer as opposed to those that could be offered in another setting, such as an ambulatory clinic. A section in the Ontario Health Insurance Act indicates that home care services should not be provided to patients who can attend an outpatient facility. Consequently, patients who are able to attend an ambulatory clinic are not eligible for CCAC services if the outpatient service is available. However, until such implementation of the ANCC, the Kingston community had no such ambulatory nursing service for patients to access. Thus, although not required to do so, to address this gap, the CCAC often provided these services to clients who were not necessary, necessarily eligible. A primary objective in developing the clinic was to serve patients as they transitioned into and out of both acute and home care settings. The Hotel Jew Hospital provides most of Kingston's hospital-based ambulatory care and was initially considered to be the logical location for the clinic. However, it was finally decided to locate the clinic in the Kingston General Hospital. This decision was due to conflicting issues experienced by a developing partnership that were associated with the different hospitals, pressures, needs, timelines, and hospital union-specific policies. It was decided to staff the clinic with KGH nurses. However, operating costs during the pilot project were shared and clinic policy was developed with input from decision makers representing both hospitals and the CCAC. The parties were brought together as a result of ongoing collaborations in other areas. During the process, problems were being identified by different partners in which system-wide stressors had negative but sometimes different impacts upon each partner. It also came, became clear that in some circumstances a single solution could accomplish desired outcomes for all partners. Early champions of the partnership included the CCAC's executive director and the chief executive offer, officer and chief nursing executive from the KGH. The resulting two-party partnership initially formed out of the heightened urgency felt by both the KGH and the CCAC. The founding organizations quickly identified the value of having the designated ambulatory care center involved, even though in this case the physical space and staff availability suggested that the best decision was to locate the ANCC at the KGH site. The HDH executive team also recognized the value of collaborating and soon joined the partnership. 
Initial acceptance of the ANCC concept of providing home care services in a hospital setting was mixed and illustrated a preliminary split between healthcare executives and the community. For example, the hospital and CCAC executives were willing to work outside of long-standing and traditional limits. Additional enablers included the partner's agreement on funding and support from key frontline managers in all three organizations for the politically risky but innovative approach. It took a little more time and effort to explain the rationale and objectives to properly educate direct providers, medical staff, and unit staff. Once this was follow successfully implemented, the benefits became apparent and good support followed. However, the community was less supportive and more likely to perceive the approach as indicating a withdrawal of services or at least as diminished access. The main issue was overcoming perceptions of providing health care in an ambulatory community-based population within an acute care setting. For example, community perceptions were captured in a series of articles published in the Kingston Whig Standard with the following titles. Home care services to be provided at hospital. Drastic steps being taken to cut costs. Hospital care isn't home care. Plan would see home care services offered at Hotel Ju. What is home care coming to? And isn't home care about keeping people out of the hospital? Barriers to, by developing and maintaining both a partnership and appropriate clinic policy were associated by, with di both different administrative philosophies and conflict, conflicting provider-specific policies and procedures. Overall, these barriers were described by one person as an example of policy over reason, which sometimes made it difficult to implement what was apparently the best solution. For the duration of the pilot project, it was decided to operate the clinic on a part-time basis with hours of operation Monday to Friday between 4.30 p.m. and 8.30 p.m. In developing additional clinic policy, the partners recognized the importance of selecting the appropriate target population and range of services to provide. Logistical, logistical issues presented challenges that still need to be completely resolved in order to best serve the target population. However, it was decided that the ideal target population would consist of A, mobile patients who were independent with activities of daily living but still needing nursing care and unable to manage care inter ind independently, and B, non-urgent hospital patients who presented at the emergency room. ANCC patients could either could be either current home care clients or newly referred patients. Current patients who were eligible but were already receiving nursing services at home would not be asked to switch. Examples of newly referred patients included hospital inpatients that were not appropriate for discharge until nursing services could be arranged or patients referred from their family physician. Non-urgent hospital patients who arrived at the emergency room could be self-referrals or patients who were re redirected by their family practice physician's offices for reasons that included office hours, timely access issues, or non-available nursing services. Examples of services provided in the demonstration clinic included, but were not limited to, wound care, teaching self-care, drain care, injection, fusion, and line care. Preliminary results. Since opening in January 2005, approximately nine patients per day have been seen in the clinic. Initial patient-client reactions have been mixed. Newly referred clients, 
most of whom were unaware of the new policy, were generally satisfied with the referral. However, some former home care clients voiced disappointment with changes that they believed represented the removal of services they previously received from home care. A comprehensive implementation analysis and economic evaluation have not been conducted by on the clinic. Consequently, economic and utilization changes experienced cannot be fully attributed to the clinic, particularly given that the CCAC simultaneously implemented multiple strategies intended to improve quality and reduce costs. Given this, some experiences that indicate the clinic has potential to d demonstrate the intended objective of addressing the issue of managing increased demand with decreased overall system capacity include a on average 180 clients per month were served at the clinic b kgh elective surgery beds that have not been occupied by patients awaiting discharge to home care c the ccac home support wait list decreased from 270 to zero between seven between september 2004 and september 2005 and d total in-home nursing services decreased as could be expected, when implementing a new and innovative multi-provider collaboration, the ANCC demonstrated, demonstration has experienced implementation issues such as those resulting from partner agreements and conflicting interorganizational policies and procedures. Specific challenges that need to be addressed before expanding clinic hours and services include 1. Increasing community and provider awareness and acceptance. 2. Changing patient and family practice physician behavior patterns, three, finding nurses with the correct skill set, four, addressing cultural differences between hospital and home care nurses, five, identifying the optimal hours of operations that merge home care and hospital patient needs with hospital staffing policy issues, and also addressing family physicians' regular office hours, six, addressing legal issues related to hospital nurses taking orders from community physicians, seven, Extension of the ANCC's care capacity to include walk-ins and or redirection of patients from the emergency room for non-urgent nursing care, and 8. Determination of ongoing funding. Although significant challenges need to be addressed and resolved, an existing strength is the continued executive level support from each partner. There is a shared belief in the value of pursuing, pursuing collaborative partnerships and in evaluating and improving the hospital-based ambulatory nursing care clinic. An overall goal of the ambulatory nursing care clinic was to implement a more efficient redistribution of resources within the local health care system in the context of a multi-provider partnership. This was believed to translate into increased system-wide accessibility for both hospital patients and home care clients. Additional benefits that were also expected include a the clinic's contribution to reducing home care waiting lists, b better coordination of care, c improved home care client satisfaction, particularly given a client's ability to walk in or set their own appointment schedule compared to the standard one to two hour flexible time period when the home care provider is scheduled to arrive and consequently when the client must stay home to guarantee service on that day. D. Decreased length of stay for some hospital patients. E. Less emergency room utilization by non-urgent patients. And F. More appropriate physician referrals with decreased delays until nursing services are provided. Some of these benefits have been realized. 
Thus, the potential to achieve the others in the future appears reasonable, given continued support, enough time, and appropriate policy decisions. Lessons learned from the demonstration project focus on the need for adequate and frequent communication among local healthcare providers. For example, the solution derived from a crisis situation inevitably results in quick decisions and limited time for full, a full decision and evaluation of policy options that would otherwise have been benefited from all provider partners, the community, and the day-to-day -day clinic operations. It would, be it would help if all key players in a local system were more aware of health system pro problems as they arose and their impact upon different healthcare providers. A heightened awareness would provide opportunities for stronger partnerships to develop and subsequently result in the identification of more effective solutions. Essentially, the best solutions are more likely to be, to be identified, accepted, and implemented when local providers frequently communicate and act more like members of a local healthcare system and less like separate components or vertical silos of care that need to be accessed horizontally by members of the community. Accessing primary care nursing services in the community continues to be a health policy issue that warrants both local and provincial attention, such as asking the question, could improving local health care mean bringing community care back to the hospital? The collaborative hospital home care partnership and the subsequent development of the ANCC pilot project represent an innovative local-level approach to addressing this issue in the context of managing increased demand without adding additional resources. One objective of the pilot project was to allow for the evaluation and potential redesign of ANCC policy. Next steps include conducting a comprehensive implementation of analysis and evaluating preliminary indicators of effectiveness. It is too early to reach conclusions about the long-term impact of the ANCC. However, the consensus among key stakeholders is that it has the potential to improve integration, provide benefits for both patients and providers, and serve as a model for other communities. This case study was produced by Kingston Healthcare collaborators Paul Mazzotti, Eleanor Rivoir, Wendy Rowe, Marnie Dahl, and Eleanor Plain. This has been Longwoods Radio. Thanks for listening.